0: Hey guys, it's Scott Hepburn, I draw uh, Drax and Power Man and Iron Fist for Marvel, and this is, uh, you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics.
1: That was a sweet one. Like it. I did, well I always like it, it's a wonderful like thing. It. It's what you do. It is the sound of pending joy. That's what oh, that means. It means there's a whole bunch of good stuff right around the corner.
0: We all, we all have our thing. Jason brings the looks, you bring brains, and I bring the woohoo. Yeah, I don't know about that, my friend.
1: <laughs> I, I would switch Jason and myself. Say again? I would switch Jason and myself. I bring the looks, he brings the brains. In aggregate, he brings the brains.
0: I'm talking about the history of... The things we talk oh, about, and and, okay. and yes, he is. I mean, come on. I mean, he's our boo. He is. He's a very, very smart man. But mm. I think he would. He would. What, what? What?
1: No, I didn't say anything. He is a very, very okay. smart man. He, is. he knows things that I would never even help hope to make. You're
0: right. Yes. there's there, there are. We all. I, between the two of you, yes, there are. There are different levels of of things you know. Yeah. But considering this is a comic book podcast, right. there are things like, you know, you'd be able to talk about the duck stuff and, right. and in great detail and, and bring up things that we would be scratching our heads over. Because yeah. you retained all that information and that that's where I'm saying you bring Yeah. Stuff before he was
1: born, but he's neck and neck with me stuff after he was born. Well
0: yeah, but he's also you don't you don't care how much Colossus can bench. No never He'll be able to tell you i i seriously so, you know, do that's... not
1: care yeah i don't I don't care about many things you, like I always say, I have a profound apathy, it is disturbing how apathetic I am. I, I, like I, I guess you have to be, to be an artist. To a certain extent, sure. you have to not care what anybody thinks. Do you think, and here, you can ring the bell because I'll mention his name. Do you think Josh Bayer gives a shit what people think about his art? No, he's making comics he wants to make. Sure. And you have that's to, to, to a certain posts, extent. You can tell. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, I mean, the dude doesn't even use punctuation. Right. He 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 rambles and it looks like he's punch drunk whenever he posts, but that's just his thing. He's punk. Punk as fuck. And okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and and it's I obviously we're we're talking about Jason as if as if he's absent. And and he is this evening, but uh with good reason. And, no, and you no, know what? We're I, not I, even I... out of
1: the music yet, my friend. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna it's not a long one, but it's a loud one.
0: <clears throat> okay, good. Good, because that's why I don't have to explain the whole smart
1: right. thing. That's... Yeah. I'll explain it. Oh Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll explain it good. Hey, everybody. Surprise, surprise, as Jim Neighbors was wont to say, this is 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 506, a special, under the radar, Monday episode, and I am, yeah, and I am, what's that, Vince B. Who that? And I am David A. Price. Yes, you are. And I'm Eddie Berganza. No, oh, no, no. no longer... you're not. He, he, wait, wait, wait. Not... You're not Eddie Braganza. You're Jason Wood. Wait a minute. You're not, you're not even <laughs> Jason Wood because you're not here. You're not suspended. No, he's AWOL. Jason's doing stuff. He's not with us this evening, but that's okay. Dapp and I are perfectly capable of driving this here bus.
0: We're going to do our best. Well, I'm going to just, I'm going to ta- tell. I'm, 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 I'm gleaming the cube. I'm hanging out in the back. While you're driving the van, and I'm Ooh, like trying to stay out of your that is muy dangerous. Mirror, so this way you can. Um, Jason is 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 he's being very digital. He he's doing his duty. He is, um, and I I absolutely love how um, his motivation is actually motivating me, and 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 I greatly appreciate that. There are some because it's nice to know that things. Need to be done, but it's it's nice when they're getting done, and and they sure. absolutely are. And and, and, and uh, his
1: motivation is motivating me as well because when did you ever see me create a column in a spreadsheet? True. I I Hopefully. need that. I had to do what I did because I am not like you guys. Like you have three different documents, well, two different documents. For one goal, I I can't flip between two documents. I just can't do it. My mind doesn't work that way. So I had to put that stuff in the one document in order for me to visualize what I have to do. Which which column did you make? Preferences. I thought so. Yeah, that's me. I needed that. I need an at-a-glance overview of what I have to do. If I don't have that, it it won't get done okay i i did it for mine but yeah you can do it for yours like oh, you
0: s- I, thought, I, thought, I thought you did it for everybody across the board no
1: just- no why would i do that that would be magnanimous and i'm not that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Wait, why uh, did- as no, uh da, da, oh, da, 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 da. I'm so
0: I, uh, sorry, this is behind the scenes stuff folks are
1: no it's not as dap um said when you couldn't hear him under the music, this episode has been sponsored by our glorious and beautimous patron supporters. Yep, they made this possible. They are there for us, as you all are by listening, but they they go that little, well, they go a little extra and then some in order for us to bring you what we like to consider quality entertainment more frequently, on a more frequent basis. So thank you, patron supporters. We hope... uh we do you proud with this. This is your little extra episode for the month. There will be more, but uh for right now, it is dapping myself, doing it up
0: yes, yes we have uh i think you know it it's it's it was a nice end to a very low key laid back weekend for me so i uh I wish mine was i know I know it was um yeah, I mean it was just it, it there I wasn't as productive as Jason's, obviously, but it's, um, I, well, no, that's not true because I am, and, and my one plug for this evening, thanks to collectors.com with CLZ. I was able to, um, I'm still, I, I have a bunch of boxes that just have miscellaneous. When I say miscellaneous, I mean, unorganized, like I'll have a handful of issues of, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, oh shit! Give me something. I, I'll, I'll have I'll have a handful of issues of Rom in one box, and behind that is John Carter, World of Mars, and then in the next box I'll have some more issues from both of those titles, along with the first issues of the New Fifty Two. But then in another box I'll have the second and third issues of the. So there's yeah, I think that's I,
1: universal. I have that's all I have. is Stuff sp- spread across. Many, many, many
0: boxes. Right. So the only
1: just before you move on, the only series I know exactly where they are because I have one series in like twelve boxes. Guess Savage Dragon, Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, yep,
0: I can tell you exactly where they are. That's awesome because I have there are all of my boxes are labeled SB for short box sbm for short box misc and then uh then i have three lbs for long boxes but sb1 contains amazing spider-man sb2 contains the two mage series and all the grendel i have Mm -hmm. um and then i have uh a few other sets i have uh like harley quinn and losers and uh Exterminators and Madame Xanadu. So I, I I try to see the, the the runs that I know have been completed, uh, or series that have been canceled. I try to keep those all together, and then everything else is scattered around. So as I'm as I'm still organizing, I have about another four, five, six short boxes still to go through that are a mess. Um, I am pulling things out for our patrons for the care packages, and and which is what Jason's been doing. All weekend and, and you were doing today and, and, um, I should have a few things, uh, set for later this week. I just have to, uh, pick up a couple things to make sure that they get there, uh, in one piece. But I, I, now that everything is, I'm not, I could have taken way too much time, like I'm doing with this and put things as, as I'm finding them and then, Oh, okay. Well, here's here's another issue, of um, of of web of Spider-Man. Let me go and back to the box that I saw the other issues of Web of Spider-Man in. No, I'm keeping everything the way they are, and then once the cataloging is done, then I'm going to sort by name in the in, in the database and find all the boxes where everything is. So then, this way, things are. Uh, better organized, better collected, better, um, it'll make it easier for me to assemble care packages in the coming months. Right.
1: I think we're kidding ourselves by doing this. I mean, for your purposes, it's going to work. But when I go through the motions and I actually tag each book with its box, the location in which it resides... The chances of me going to that box to read that issue are slim to none. Ah, unless, I see. unless it's something that we're gonna bring to the show, like you say, hey, let's do Camelot three thousand, which right. I'm gonna I would slap you if you did say that. But I would I would have to go through at least maybe eight to ten boxes to get all the issues and I would do that for the show, but the chances of me Doing that for something that I just want to read for my own personal sake, it's, like I said, z- zero chance to do that. I, I almost never pull a book out of a box once it's in the box. So I, then it doesn't exist, right? your well, cat. It's,
0: <laughs> it's not, you're right. I may have Amazing Fantasy number fifteen in one of these boxes. You never know. Um, it, as 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 an a- actual example, the Fall of the Hulks event. Mm-hmm. i had that across four different short boxes now see i'm weird even, like, i got that one, one box, and she hulk was in another right i want to have them all in one box and they will by the time i'm done with this they'll all be in one box but i just need to get through or i need to catalog everything first right and the same thing with the infinite i found the deluxe edition of number one in one box and found two three and four but not not consecutively they were uh, the, the two and three Had a bunch of issues of Black Panther, the man without fear, in between it. And then four was all the way at the end after some X Factor forever that the Infantosian drew. So it's like, it's, I don't know. I must have just picked shit up. and Well, you're human. Everyone does that. But Well, it's also to please my wife. Because listen, instead of all these piles all over the place, just put them in a fucking box, stick them along the wall, and just this way. And... My goal was to always go through everything, and and now now I am, and I'm glad I am because I get to see like the wish list. Like that's what I did with the Madam Zanadoo at at New York Comic Con. Right, I right. found I found the last two issues I needed to complete the run, so I love the software for that. And and um, and again, I mean, I'll just keep bringing it up, but it's also going to help me make sure. And because what's going to happen is as I as I go through everything and look for runs, look for sets look for things to send to people I'll just make another field so that I'll know it was sent and then I can let you guys know who received it so this way if I send somebody uh, a bunch of you know old green lantern issues you'll know if you get that person next time not to send them any green lantern issues oh my god that there was much of a fear of that that but, is thorough see I no, I don't know because well over the years how many times have we all bought the same thing we've all because we talk about it we collect it yeah but but Jason double dips you double dip on something so if if we all send someone you know shadowland if i send someone the single issues of shadowland i don't i won't because i don't have them if i send someone single issues of that and jason were to send that person to trade in six months that's that's silly that that that's a waste of a shipment that that's a waste of 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 time so i just i want to make sure that we 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 don't want everybody to to get the same thing Once month every six months is, is basically all but you can um it's silly to talk about the software without talking about the discount clz 11 spell the number 11 out clz e l e v e n and you get ten dollars off or 10 pounds or 10 rupees or whatever country you're in you will get uh the equivalent of 10 us dollars off of um the purchase price. If you, if you purchase the desktop software, you can bundle that with the cloud version with the iPhone or Android version. Um, but it has been extremely helpful to me. I was aware, I was made aware that the, uh, that our code had expired, uh, is now good, uh, for now until, uh, February. So if you want to get on it, then, uh, definitely check it out that you can go to our website and go to 11oclockcomics.com and there's a uh, there's a page on our site that gives you all the information as well as the um all the urls you need but collectors with a z dot com will get you there
1: that's pretty good promo i try you're good
0: pretty much the only promo we got tonight
1: that's right except, you except you for have. the the beautimous patrons
0: what are you drinking you know, I am sipping on some delicious, nutritious, thirst-quenching Maker's Mark whiskey.
1: Wow, I don't know about thirst-quenching. Does <laughs> it really?
0: it really does it? No.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I'm in a safe zone because I only have a quarter of this bottle left, which Ooh. means last episode I drank a lot. I drank a lot
0: of much. This- to the listeners' delight, I must say.
1: Yeah, I was kind of goofy last episode yeah. and happy. I That's my thing. I get happy. I love it. Happier. Um, it's the Rex Goliath giant 47 pound rooster Merlot. And people have told me, I, and I, I've never noticed this, that if you buy a wine with an animal on the bottle, it means it's stronger than. Is that a joke? Were they. Were they bullshitting me?
0: They may have been. I don't think I've, I've ever heard that.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. Until this person told me. I'm like, what, that's a thing? They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, if there's like a, a snake on the front, that's going to kick your ass. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm looking for the wines with the animals on the bottles. But... And I said, really? Because the last stuff I drank sent me for a loop and it's got a rooster on it. And they said, there you go. See that? That's an animal. Rooster's an animal. Yes, it is. Mm. And it's a tasty animal. I like this Rex Goliath stuff. I'm going to buy it again. But I will not be getting too stupid because, like I said, I only have a quarter of the bottle left.
0: And I'm... And, and I wouldn't use the word stupid, but I'm, I'm glad that oh, I would. the, the, um, the tipsiness... Happened after uh, our Bendis discussion, which also people seem to have um, have enjoyed. Uh, seeing seeing people, especially on the blog, but seeing people. Um, it's been mentioned on Twitter uh, because we're not the only podcast to have talked about it, right? Well, uh, everybody's but, talking about it, right? But uh, there were a couple of tweets that um, said our our. Our conversation about it, our discussion about it was quite interesting, and, and uh, I appreciate that. It's nice not, you know, just, oh, here's somebody else talking about Bendis and what he's do with DC and blah, blah, blah. I think. Uh, I, I, who who I, doesn't I, I, wish I, him well,
1: right? Well, oh, absolutely. Don't be a hater. I mean, Eddie know. Well, I don't really think we should be concerned with what Eddie Brigand thinks. No, I mean, I like I said. The respect and the admiration is there. Not one of my favorite writers. He's certainly good at what he does, but I'm, I'm happy for the guy. It it could lead to very, very good things. I'm sure it will. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to. We, we floated this out there last time. Uh, what books would you like to see him do? And, you know, we, we said some things. And the more I think about it, I'd really like to, to see him take Superman. Not away from Peter Tomasi, give right. him his own book, because history uh, will um, will show that there has always been more than two Superman books. Yes. Post, uh, burn and up, there have been three, sometimes four Superman books. The, the market will sustain more than two.
0: And five on a fifth week event. Yes, but it's it's weird because. Okay, then, then they can, I guess, bring back Man of Steel or Adventures of. Um, or make something it, it, totally new. Something completely new?
1: Yeah, why not? Not from scratch. Keep it within the current continuity.
0: Kind of, right.
1: Yeah, but call it like, um, I, I think Man of Tomorrow was a great title for that short-lived series. Uh, it it certainly separ- separated it from the other books. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would like to see something called um, surprise me. You know, just take something out of the Superman mythology, or why don't we call it Last Son of Krypton or something? Or I don't know. Just differentiate it from the other books and and just give you it to Bendis. It out, right? Yeah. Let's. Uh, he's a much more intelligent creator than, than myself. Just, he'll figure it out. But. I would like to see Bendis do uh, Superman. I, I the, the character I'm least interested to see Bendis write is not, ironically, Batman.
0: I think we, between Daredevil and, yes, the obvious comparison, although not completely true, Moon Knight, I think we all kind of have a taste of what Bendis can do. With Batman, and, exactly. and obviously, you know, Daredevil is not Batman's equivalent. Um, but it's 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 that street level, and yeah. and it's the closest thing we've gotten to Superman from Bendis is what Sentry? And I mean, come on, so it's well, he was flawed excruciatingly yeah, it's, it's, so yes and it was and but but marvel doesn't need a character like that they shouldn't have a character like that so it was just i mean i never i never liked the character of the century anyway um i liked that he was broken
1: from the get-go i thought that was a neat twist that's one way to fix superman break him you know, there was that whole question of Superman's not interesting because he can do anything. He's a god, and he's and he's so forthright, and he's it so... Yeah, Burn that. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing I was thinking about. When we um, were talking, I, I don't know what the conversation was, but we mentioned Burn, and the Superman before Burn was obviously not the same. When we say Superman, when we bring up the character these days... We're really talking Burn Superman. That's how strong... And I think I I did follow through on that. But it it amazes me. It shocks me that Burn did many, many great things in the comic industry. Um, But I think that his transformation of Superman was probably the greatest thing.
0: I am... Because you said transformation, I'm going to agree with you. Because all he did with Fantastic Four was just bring him back to its roots. He just followed he, what Stan and He just and Jack continued, did. right, exactly. exactly. It was like, oh, I, I my issue 233, 236 is, is basically issue 102. So it's like, right. it was... And, and that's fine. And I love his Fantastic Four. But yes, what he did, because before Byrne came on, before Byrne took over the character, rebooted him, he was... The same month in month out during the Silver Age, it was. Forever. It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter what issue of Action Comics you picked up, what issue of DC Comics Presents you picked up, what issue of Superman you picked up. It was going to look the same. It was going to sound the same. It could be. It. it did not. The, the stories then. I remember covers. I remember like the the Neil Adams cover with him breaking out of the chains. I remember Gil Kane covers, but I couldn't tell you what actually happened in those issues because no, nothing home- ever changed
1: right right and that was by design sure yeah and, and most of you them know were, don't imply were- that that was bad
0: no no, no, no that
1: not. sustained the character for decades decades issues. um and and it was a good thing superman was the top selling superhero comic for, for a long time yes and then the it started to turn sour and sales started to plummet and somebody at dc says yo we got to do something yeah. And that's when they, brilliantly, whoever it was, uh, was it Julius Schwartz that brought in Byrne? Who brought in Byrne? Some. Who was the editor
0: uh, in chief at that time? It may have been. I don't think yeah. it was. I don't think it was Dick Giordano. No.
1: I, well, I'm not sure. But uh, we did ink
0: Man of Steel. So
1: <laughs> bringing in Byrne was probably the smartest decision that DC has ever made.
0: I. There are. There are so many things Byrne did to ground the character, make him more relatable as much mm-hmm. as you can. But making the shield as large as he did is something I will forever
1: oh, yeah. love him
0: for. I it it should be that large. It should be sprawled across his chest instead of that little belt buckle size thing that, that Swan and Company had for years because that was just that was it. But it was mm-hmm. it It just, it, it was a, and the whole thing about, you know, well, his, his, his cape can actually rip. It's not indestructible and super elastic. And I, the whole sciences of it, the, the the ability to, and I think, and, and I think we can, well, I will credit Burns time at Marvel for putting those, um, theories, in practice, where, you know, before you, you realize nobody can push the moon because the inertia and your strength, you'd go through it. You know, you can't, there are just certain things, you can't put your hand on the side of a planet and push it with, like, like you could do in the Silver Age with Superman, but because of his, because of what he had to do with Fantastic Four and because of of his approach to storytelling uh, and, and the way characters are treated, I think his time at Marvel helped him uh, flesh out the character and, right. and the supporting cast. And I mean in the supporting Superman has always had a supporting cast, but they were always, you know, it's not I, I could care less about Steve Lombard or or Morgan <laughs> Edge. And it's like, you know, I mean it's so also, could you know, Lois. So
1: <laughs> Lois couldn't care less about Steve Lombard <laughs> yeah, either.
0: they are in the background again, but it's like but but at least, you know, with Byrne, you get you get Maggie Sore, you get Turpin, you get you get did Hamilton show up when when Byrne was still on it, or Hell yeah. okay. Um
1: and plus Again, what Byrne did, he said, "All right, that stuff that Jack created with the Newsboy Legion mm-hmm. and the Guardian, I'm going to bring all that shit in. That was great stuff. I'm going to use." And it, and he, he was just. I don't think. I don't want to make it seem like Byrne was flawless on Superman, <laughs> but he was flawless on
0: Superman. <laughs> and I, I, I love that they, because DC Comics Presents was canceled. That they basically just turned Action Comics into the Team Up book. Yeah, you had you had Burn on Superman. Action Comics was the Team Up book, and I loved the hell out of it. Between oh yeah, between him recycling that cover for like the third time when when it was Superman beating the uh, the Legion of Superheroes mm-hmm. or or Big Barda and the porn or oh it, that was it, it, Slug <laughs> Slug. That was, and 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 then you had Adventures of Superman. By by Wolfman and and Ordway and yep. uh, it was it, I man I I loved the hell I I want to find those issues again I I don't have them anymore Me and too. I will be going to I mean I've picked up some Superman issues along the years The Burn did but I I want to um, but they've
1: republished those since then they had have, I mean we
0: had we had we we have the Panic in the Sky trade um, we do but even the earlier stuff I I yes they have there's I mean, a I series
1: have, of trades john Byrne superman isn't there i'm pretty
0: sure well he was on it for less than two years for because he's burn and whatever differences you're going to have with a creator like that but he because he went it was it was after he killed the kryptonians and and spoilers and he, the exile is when the creative change happened right um uh, but he was – because I think his last issue was Superman and Supergirl, where you just – you see Superman through Supergirl's legs. No, just mind that of the gutter. But it, it's right. a um, – I remember that cover. But that was pretty much the last burn Superman issue. So if
1: you follow the bouncing ball, if, if current comics, current Superman comics owe their um, existence to John Byrne, I would also say that Smallville – Supergirl, like the the media versions of Superman, that's all burned Superman.
0: Well, because the kids are still alive. Yeah. Um. You uh. You you get to know the kid. There's there's um. There's a little bit more uh Kryptonian mythology thrown in, or a, as the seasons continue. Uh. Yeah. They they, they do. Although. Um, I, I'm talking more in
1: tone, though. Not in specifics, yeah. just overall. Yeah. If it was before, it was, if if they modeled the shows of Superman pre-burn, they would be boring as hell.
0: Right, and which is why we had, I think, like a couple of, or we had that Superboy series, which didn't go far. And um, although I don't know, mm, yeah, maybe Smallville is better in tone than Lois and Clark because. I thought I liked the look of Dean Cain Superman, and I liked Terry Hatcher's Lois. That that was a straight up John Byrne Lois Lane, Oh yeah, um, but the uh, the Smallville show. Do you know what Christopher Reeves' character's name was on the show? I don't. Professor Swan.
1: Ah, ah, isn't that nice? Uh, Did he have a barrel chest? He didn't. Well, was it?
0: He was in a wheelchair. Oh, so.
1: Jesus. I'm a jerk.
0: Uh, uh, so, but so maybe, yeah, because he's sitting down. And sit, but the, um, uh, I know for years and years, Burns' origin for Superman and for Krypton was pretty much the de facto. That was the Bible. Um, but then you had Birthright, and mm-hmm. it, it, it added to it, which I believe that's what uh, Johns and company used as. In in the the two thousands and the later two thousands when um, before New Fifty Two, but it wasn't they they because as 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 detailed as Burns origin was, um, there were it, it, it was loose enough where you can go back in and and embellish and and add to it and take from and and it it's so it's yes it it has evolved but. The, the bones, the foundation, as far as I'm concerned, is still what Byrne did. I don't, yeah. cause even, even the movie, even the Man of Steel movie with, with the, with the way, I mean, it was Krypton was darker than I ever imagined Byrne would draw it. I just mean with all the grays and silver and steel, but the, um, the look of the Kryptonians, the, the, the technology was very much that of, um, of what Byrne did in bringing Superman to, uh, yeah. to the modern age.
1: Gotta love John Byrne, and I'm s- you have to, and I'm slowly rectifying my huge mistake of selling off my entire Superman collection. Every time DC publishes a trade paperback collection, like in this previews, they solicited World of Krypton. Man, mm-hmm. I get I get it. I, I I can't help but ordering order those things. They're just so good. It just brings me back to a time when I thought comics were the most amazing things ever. I would wait patiently, well not so patiently, for the new Superman to come out. And the thing is you didn't have to wait long because they were coming out every week. And there would I always be a, be a Superman on my stack.
0: I loved the look of them between By the Nove I'm In of Steel and Grummit mm. on, on on adventures of and and it was just and, and jurgens on superman and guys on action it was just i mean they, they it you could i don't know why you would but you probably could just read action comics and get those characters but because they were weekly and some of the plot lines would mm-hmm. carry over um would probably be a little lost <laughs> if you if you if you just waited um if if you waited out, uh, and you know what that this is, I was thinking about. I was absolutely thinking about this the other night after we were done recording, and and is the next morning, and I'm I'm playing back the conversation we had about Bendis, and and how you always say, why would you give your ideas away? It's true, but yet one of your absolute favorite, with beyond know, a shadow of a doubt, characters. Is Doomsday? Yes, they gave
1: that character away. They did, but I'm not going to try and justify my beliefs. I, i it's, oh, it's ridiculous. Never, in, in, it, yeah, it it's like ridiculous that. in this instance. But without Superman, Doomsday doesn't work. He's just sure. a big ugly guy.
0: But right? if you just had, but if 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 Eric Larson wanted to do something with Doomsday and then stopped doing Savage Dragon, that'd be it for Doomsday. Whereas, at least now, even though Wheezy and Stern and – they're not writing doomsday stories, the characters still exist. He can still be you. So you you still get your doomsday um, long after the the, – long after when the original writers stopped doing anything with the character. Right,
1: But he was specifically designed to kill Superman. So – is he a great character as far as, as far as characters go? I think so, but the, the, the rational side of me says, you know, he's just a big genetically, oh, no. um, he's a, he is, he's a one note character, but he's amazing. He's good at what he does. In the Superman mythology. Take him out. No, he's amazing in the DC universe. But if you take, took Doomsday out and, and, You know, as as a basis for good character design, he's not really. They stacked the deck so much in their favor with him. He's genetically manipulated to learn from his mistakes and be indestructible, infallible, impervious. Blah blah blah. So it's like, okay, we have this threat that Superman can't beat. It's gonna kill him. That's all Doomsday was designed to do. It was kill Superman. The fact that he keeps popping up every so often fills me with joy but i can understand people's aversion to the character when he's just this big gigantic powerhouse that's just supposed to destroy that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of it's not
0: fun you know if you want to i mean that's the hulk true and i and, and and you know he kills superman air quotes but it looks like he practically destroys blue beetle but he walks it off eventually.
1: Well, yeah, it was a, it wasn't a very well manufactured car door, right? <laughs> oh, now I just have a, I, I, I absolutely adore Doomsday because of those Death of Superman issues. Those issues are so good. They are, and they, they, they hit so hard. No one ever thought that it could be possible that Superman. I mean, who believed it to be true? But the mere fact that they took Superman off the Game board for a certain amount of time yeah. was unheard of at
0: the time. And I mean and we got we got Steel. Yes. And we got Superboy out of A it. Great I, I mean, Superboy. Superboy just I mean the whole I there are the look itself, but I mean, you know, you put grumman on something, I'm I'm there. But Me it's too. it's it and I have X-Men Forever in these short boxes to fucking back that up. But you have so much Youthfulness, and I, I Kessel wrote a great character, and and I, I I still remember that first issue of Superboy, where, um, after Superman returns, and he asks him, "Where are you going? What are you going to do?" And and Superboy says, "Oh, you know, second star on the right, and straight on till morning." And and Superman's like, "Oh, Peter Pan? Okay, yeah, that's fitting. That's cute." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I got that from start." And and that was the last stage and it was it was just a and this shows you I love you because the the, the break the, the, the finale for the mid season is is tonight. Um Oh of Discovery? Yeah and, and you're will be what? back in uh it'll be back in January.
1: How many episodes total?
0: I maybe fifteen or sixteen. Oh I'm so behind. Well no 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 tonight I think is number eight. Oh, okay. I'm not so far well, behind then. No, 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 no. Um, but the sooner you catch up, the better, the happier I'll be. We can talk about it. But, okay. uh, the, um, there, there was, I, I didn't stick with Superboy for too long because of other things that were going on. And I was kind of out of comics for a little while after it started. But, uh, the, I mean, the Eradicator, okay. Uh, and, and, and obviously, Cyborg Superman played a huge role in, in things, but you know you had two great characters. So yeah, Superman went away for a while, and it took me. You know, when I when I was reading it as it's happening, and I'm like, I can't. I'm I'm just I'm so in and week in week out, and I'm reading it and I'm loving it. And we get to the um, and we get to issue seventy five, and and as I'm watching this fight, you it, to this day I'm 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 not so much kicking myself, but I'm. I just, I kind of hang my head in shame because, well, maybe because I was younger, it took me a good long while as I was going back and rereading it again and again to realize that it was nothing but a bunch of splash pages. (laughs) Well,
1: the action was was, huge.
0: It was, and it it was perfect, and it made so much sense, but I was just, normally I'd be like, you know, I mean, now, today, we're all bitch, oh, fucking Jared's is great with his nine panels, and I can't believe I'm only getting you know four panels from Wando on. A, and, but it's like, but here's Superman, and he's and it's it's yes, it's it's an important, it's it's an impactful issue, so it absolutely should be. But back then, I wasn't reading, going, well, I I, I didn't feel like I was getting gypped. I didn't feel like, But I mean, it, it, I'm looking at it years later, and I'm like, these are nothing but splash pages. Like every there's just mm-hmm. one big ass panel per page until you get to the double page spread. But it's it's just a I was like, I, "What I didn't pay attention to way back when."
1: Right, but it was also a countdown too, because the preceding issues had two page, two panels per page, and the one before it had three panels per page. It was there was a countdown.
0: I didn't catch that either.
1: Yeah, they it's were pretty, slick, man. It's pretty awesome stuff. Yeah, and that's where I uh, fostered my appreciation for Jerry Ordway. Really? Yeah, he's he was amazing on those Superman books.
0: Oh, he absolutely was. Yeah, he because uh, he 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 gave you a little even though even though it was current modern day Superman, he gave you that that it was it was tip of the hat to Wayne Boring. There was there, there was his his characters um, were very. I'm not gonna say chiseled. They were they they were. Um, it's just great drawing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it it's just, just great just, just comic books. I mean, it was just it was it was. And, and, but there's, because even when he was inking, um, I don't know how much I loved him when he was inking Byrne. I thought he inked Perez well. Um, I mean, he wasn't overpowering on Byrne, but there's something about Byrne's look that, and, and Ordway is a very reined in and reserved artist. Um, but no, no wasted lines. Everything is just, it, 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 it's, it's all, closed loops and and it's just it's it's i mean i don't want to say it's draftsman like it's just it it, but it was a it was i can tell when ordway draw something and and i did i i liked his superman a lot
1: he certainly paid attention uh while reading uh bernie hogarth's dynamic anatomy yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a great draftsman, but we always like to to say, okay, when you think of a character in your mind's eye, who illustrates that character? Like the first image of that character that pops into your mind, who's it illustrated by? And for me, whenever you say Bibbo, it's Jurgens <laughs> in my mind. Really? Yep. I think uh Jurgens is the, the definitive Bibbo.
0: Really more than Bogdanov?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love huh. Bogdanov. I think he's great. Um, and his Superman is fantastic. But when you say Bogdanov, the image that pops into my mind is Lex Luthor. Really? Yeah, with the, uh, with the lion like the man. red hair. Really?
0: Yeah. Yep. The, the Australian son? Yep. See, I, I, I picture Grummet with that one.
1: Grummet is always and will always be Superboy.
0: Oh, without a doubt.
1: Yeah. The Superboy that's bouncing around in my brain is drawn by tom grummet yeah yep. Yep. The yeah
0: the leather jacket
1: yeah the the wild long hair during the Commandy uh tribute issues i just i love that run that run is so damn good yep but i think the the first like what is it, the first 15 20 issues that grummet like grummet went away after a while and then he came back all of the issues until grummet went away that is a fantastic run and it may be the first, like, 12 to 20 issues. Love it. It's phenomenal. In fact, DC solicited a trade paperback reprinting the first, I think, 15 issues, last previews. It. I ordered it. I gots to have it. I, I believe I ordered it as well. All right. We'll double team on it. Yes. So let's talk about something we read. What you got? Well, um... I'm an unapologetic fan of the bad girl craze that uh, impacted comics in the, what, late 80s, early 90s, would you say? Bad girl craze? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the uh, most uh, ubiquitous, that's a word, um, and omnipresent examples of said genre is um uh, first of all, I think the progenitor of the bad girl genre is uh Vampirella. Without Vampirella, all that stuff that came many, many years later would I don't think ever have happened. But that's neither here nor there. Um one of the most omnipresent examples of the bad girl genre is Brian Polito's Lady Death. And you know me. I think it was um what was it? New York Comic Con two years back when we passed by Polito's table. I mm-hmm. geeked out. I went, I went nuts because I love the guy. I th- I've, I've always loved his stuff. I think Lady Death is, she's a cool creation. She may not be a revolutionary creation, but for my money, visually, I think Lady Death is perfection. I love the character. So whenever I encounter something featuring the character, Especially when written by her creator, Brian Polito, I pick it up. And that's exactly what I did. Um, a couple of months back in previews, this book was solicited. Uh, all of the issues it contains were the product of very successful Kickstarters. I think, um, all right, the, the book in question is called Lady Death Rules. Volume one it's published by Coffin Comics, which is brian polito's new uh stomping grounds. I believe like he's the head honcho i don't, i don't know don't quote me but but uh this is his thing uh this book contains Lady Death, Chaos Rules number One, Damnation Game number One, and Extinction Express number one. They're larger than usual issues, I believe they're forty eight pages, and uh under all of those things, all of those books that I did not contribute to their their Kickstarters um are c- collected under one cover for a paltry i believe I paid nineteen ninety nine for this that's the cover price, but that's not what I paid. I think this mm. was ten bucks at d c b s um, now the thing is the the road to this current Coffin Comics incarnation has been very rocky for Polito and Lady Death. If you remember, Chaos Comics, which is where she first appeared in the pages of Evil Ernie, Chaos Chaos Comics went uh, bankrupt in 2002. After which, um, Lady the rights to Lady Death, I believe... Were sold to CrossGen. Remember,
0: I the, think the, you're right. Yeah,
1: the Lady Death series at CrossGen, and then CrossGen went belly up, and the rights to Lady Death went to Polito again, or he bought them. I don't, I don't know how it worked. Jason could probably flesh it out better, uh, but Polito got his hands on the on the rights again, and he brought it to Avatar. Um. And the boundless imprint was created especially for Lady Death, so that expired, and the um rights went to Dynamite Entertainment with uh Nick Barucci, I think, and he doesn't specifically name names, but polito implies that his time at dynamite was not pleasant there's a uh there's an uh, uh a comment in the beginning of this trade where uh the uh the kickstarter for lady death oblivion kiss reached um a hundred and twenty six thousand dollars and change and um Polito came on, did a video, and he said, You know, uh cut to three years ago, I'm trampled upon down and out, under the thrall of who I believe is an absolutely evil publisher and an evil human being now, uh Pulido was at dynamite it's either dynamite or avatar,
0: and I'm thinking, I think avatar do you think avatar because well, I have a bunch of Boundless Lady Death issues. Well, me too. Yeah.
1: That's the that's the imprint that, that created for the, for the the character. But the Boundless issues ended when I don't I, know. I have them here and I, I could find out super quick. Hold on. I mean if you could find out faster than I could. Um the last Boundless issue of Lady Death was 29, I believe. No, 25. And that was published in... 29. 2013.
0: Uh, 2013.
1: Yes, 2013. So from 2013 to the time that this Kickstarter in 2016, that would be three years. So I, it's not Nick Barucci. It is, in fact... Someone at Avatar. So I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Because I, I I would hate to have attributed Polito's uh, <laughs> implying that this evil person was Nick Barucci when it in fact was not. But anyway. So then. Um, so put, many covers. I, yeah, I love them. I love Jesus. them all. Oh, God. Uh, I don't love them all. No, I don't love all the Boundless covers. Um, so flash forward to 20... Uh, fifteen, sixteen, and Polito is once again writing his uh, his character, Lady Death, and oh man, I had a ball with this thing. The uh, i only I'll only go into the first issue because the first issue is the setup for everything that uh, is to follow. Obviously, um, Lady Death is released from imprisonment by a host of uh, archangels and angels. They, they take her out of this gold coffin, they break the chains, and she wakes up, and she's very confused. Uh, she was in a 20-year, let's just say, externally induced slumber, where all of the experiences she endured during that 20 years were either the product of her own mind or... Implanted in her mind, she was led to believe that her mother was the big bad, that she had been fighting against the whole time. Um, It's not true; these were prefabricated, these were implanted in her. Um, So she wakes up; she's confused. She's scantily clad. You should see it—the the traditional lady death attire is shredded. Beyond belief, all the the only thing covering her uh, torso is these tiny, tiny black scraps of fabric over her nipples. Everything else is in is in shreds, and even her uh, her lower extremity is just the uh, the skull, the chaos skull emblazoned um, front piece on, on her panties. Everything else is just shreds. And she's walking around, gorgeous AF as usual, and, and she's greeted by this little green cross between an orc and a goblin named Brock. And Brock is her weapons master. And he said, You know, welcome back, lady. Uh, he tells her, You know, the whole thing, you've been out of it for 20 years. Um, and, and everything she has held dear. In, in her entire existence, is now gone. Uh, Visago, her horse, her her wolves, nowhere to be found, her mother, absent. And um, uh, Brock tells her, he says, you know, this this new paradigm, this new status quo in, into which you've been thrust, is you're not going to have an easy time of it. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you a new sword. And he goes and he... he he, he brings her this this blade and uh, it's named Chaos. So, Polito is is looking to the past, saying that Lady Death's new weapon, the weapon she wields against all the hellborn is called Chaos. So, if you know your, your history, it makes perfect sense. Um, <laughs> but the thing that this blade can do, it's really neat, whenever it pierces a hellborn, it doesn't kill it it obliterates it it sends it straight to oblivion just winks it out of existence you're done it's an incredibly powerful weapon that she's going to need because there is a definite shift in the underworld Um, who did this to me why did they do this to me she doesn't know she Brock doesn't know or at least he's not telling he knows more than he he's letting on um whoever did the deed he says is immensely powerful so some months go by lady death is pissed to the tits she she's searching for the big bad who done her wrong on the way she crosses paths with a dude named wolf w u l f not the atlas comics character um and this this guy he looks like a biker you know he's big uh roman reigns type character long okay. long greasy hair you know the whole nine yards and and he's being beset by a horde of of hellborn and they're they're trying to kill him so lady vest steps in and she dispatches them she saves his life i don't know why she would do that but she did and um this guy has been damned to eternity what's he doing in hell he's been damned to eternity because, get this. <laughs> this. this made me laugh out loud. He was at the Rolling Stones infamous Altamont concert, the whole nasty business with the Hell's Angels and the, the shooting and the, the just the, the it was a very dark concert. It was a, like, emotion-wise, it was black. People were getting killed. It, it's me, just watch, give me shelter. And um, he was selling drugs at Altamont, and his lady friend was accosted by a rival gang. So he jumped in to save his lady friend, killed members of the rival gang, and was shot for his troubles. But because he tried to save the woman, he thought, I'm going to go to heaven. No, no. I guess if you break a commandment, you immediately go to hell. Because he killed, he went to hell. And he thinks he thinks it's not fair. But the dude was selling drugs. Mm. <laughs> like he's a drug
0: it's, dealer. Uh, right, yes. It's that whole sense of entitlement thing. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and I had to laugh. Like, the, the, the Altamont connection is really cool to me. Because, you know, I'm a fan of the Rolling Stones. I'm a fan of the history, the whole... Uh, bleakness of, of that event it was just a disturbing time it's it's it, it's a, a point where that 60s innocence that that the love generation died i think on that day or or thereabouts it, it was it was a turning point for the whole you know love power generation but anyway um lady death completely destroys the hellspawn and um she finds something of value in him so she keeps him around, uh, and he tells her, "You know, I was captive in Golgotha's castle, and you're not going to like what's going on because there, there's there's a power struggle. Lord Baphomet is, well, he's basically hell's version of Hitler. He's preaching this gospel of purity. If you're not hellborn," If you're earthborn or you're a free man, you're scum and you need to be either killed or expunged. He's, he's basically Hell's Hitler. Racial purity, right? Where Baphomet doesn't feel that way or not Baphomet, uh, Golgotha doesn't feel that way. Golgotha just hates him because he calls him a holy roller. And so what Lady Death does, she takes Wolf back to Golgotha's castle. And says, look, this guy escaped your castle. I'm going to give him back to you. Um, Be my ally. You know, let's form an alliance. We'll be buddies. And so Golgotha's like, yeah, cool. This will piss Baphomet off because he's an earthborn. Baphomet doesn't like earthborns. Yeah, sure. So he gives Lady Death a room. <laughs> he asks her what she wants. And she says, you know, um, I, I want a partnership, and while you're at it, give me a room. So her and Wolf go back to the room, do the nasty, because Lady Death has needs. Mm-hmm. But what she's really doing is she's pitting Baphomet against Golgotha. And when, when Baphomet finds out what's up, a war erupts, and Baphomet's army goes against Golgotha's army so she have, she's effectively removed those two powerhouses from the board leaving her an opportunity to go against the real dude who imprisoned her in the first place a guy named Seance and she I won't spoil it in case you want to anybody out there wants to read this I hope you really do but um, there's other players on the board and uh, there's double dealers behind the scenes. Lady Death eventually eliminates Seance, but at a pretty heavy cost. So that, that is the first issue. That's, um, what did I say? Chaos Rules. And there's a page in here that's, that's really strange to a person that wasn't privy to the benefits of the Kickstarter. I later found out what this mm-hmm. is, but looking at it, um, not as someone who participated in the Kickstarter, it's a bit odd because she's on the battlefield and she's she's destroying um, hell spawns left and right, killing people, and just a sword is just hacking people to bits. And then there's a full page spread, splash, with Lady Death. Saying, let them come for oblivion. And she's got the sword in her hand. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven heads circling her. And they're, they're just human beings. They're, they're guys with glasses and mustaches and they're, they're, they're earthborns. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what significance could this possibly have in this comic? Like, I don't understand. Who are these people? It's not Brian Polito. None Other of them. i um, they were they were Kickstarter backers. Yeah. But that's kind of cool, you know? That is cool. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't um, go down the creative team on this book. Uh, it was written by Brian Polito, of course. Brian Augustine. That's on the Chaos Rules. Wow. Oh yeah, that's on the Chaos Rules number one. The next two issues are written by Polito and someone called Mike McLean illustrated by Diraj Verma. And I think this guy's pretty incredible. The uh, color art was uh, done by Sabine Rich, lettered by Marshall Dillon. I think Rich is a little too heavy on the colors, because if you go to our 11oClockComics.com site and look at the gallery accompanying this issue, I have put pages... I need a little bit of wine. I've put, <clears throat> excuse me, images in there before and after. Pre colors, just a line art, and the colors. The colors are kind of dark in some spots, which is a shame because Verma has a beautiful line, especially when it comes to Lady Death. Who wouldn't? You got to be able to draw the female form if you're working on Lady Death, right? True. And he does. It is just amazing. But later issues, gets even worse for Lady Death. I had to put it on mute because I coughed. Okay. Um, She finds a young innocent in hell. She wants to go topside to Earth. And the only way to get there, well, the best way to get there is through something called the Hades portal. And it's heavily guarded. It's in a place that's pretty hard to breach. And once you get in there, the only way to fire up the Hades portal to get you topside to to the Earth realm is the blood of an innocent. And this kid is off the scales on innocence. Like his blood would be worth trillions in whatever currency... Uh, is parlayed in hell. So Lady Death is guarding him, and the kid's a, a wise-ass. And again, she meets someone else who is kind of like Wolf a little bit. Um, it's it's WWE all over the place with the the, <laughs> the dude she she meets in this book. And um, he has an attraction to her. Who wouldn't? And they're trying to get this kid to the, the Hades portal, and all, <laughs> pun intended, all hell breaks loose. It's I had so much fun with this. I am an easy mark for Lady Death. I cannot pass up anything featuring the character. Unapologetic. I don't care. You may say, eh, you know, that Vince B's pretty lowbrow. He 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 likes the TNA comics. Yes, I do. Especially when it's TNA mixed with horror. I I eat it right up. And I don't I don't
0: care what you think. <laughs> oh, aside from being ridiculous comics should be fun and entertaining and and it's it similar to how i feel about almost all punisher titles
1: yeah i'm not going to use that term that you use but right Which i love I, you i've 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 kind of stopped using because of you yeah because it's we're we're not guilty at all this is pure no. pleasure um, it's it's definitely a below-the-belt, carnal, visceral, um, psychotronic, horror-filled experience. This lady death, I feel, was created just for me. It's everything I love. I love horror. I love hell and the denizens that uh, tromp around within it. I love women. <laughs> I mean, what more can I say? This thing has my name written all over it. So if you are like me, or you know, even better, if you've never read Lady Death and you do love the horror genre, and you you are you have an affinity for the female form, check out Lady Death Rules trade paperback, Volume One from Coffin Comics. It's not expensive. Uh, you can also go to LadyDeathUniverse.com and see all the. Uh, Special things Polito has uh, on offer. I am not a person that would pay $40 for a variant cover, but apparently there are people out there that will. And more power to them if it's what they love. Uh, go to the site. He, he has, like, scads of variant covers, and they're all, like, 30 40 bucks. 40 It's crazy. Damn. Yeah, that's not me. That's not me. But the, the single issues of these things... I believe for seven ninety nine, for a 48-page um, premium paper cover. It's good stock on the interior pages. Like, Polito's not messing around when it comes to production values. It's all pretty great stuff. Like, the paper's definitely better than the stuff you're going to encounter at uh, DC and Marvel. Mm. So, you know, it's upscale, but it's worth it. Oh, and at the end of Chaos Rules... Lady Death gets her wolves, and uh, Visaggio, the horseback. So she's relatively happy, um, but the, the quest continues to find out, you know, what happened to Mom. Good stuff.
0: <laughs>
1: nice. Is there aside from Vampirella, she's the queen. Is there a more iconic figure for the the bad girl genre than Lady Death?
0: uh after lady death the only thing the only character i think that comes close would be what hack cassie hack
1: oh good good choice yeah i was you could throw purgatory into that mix but i think she's a byproduct of lady death anyway
0: yeah yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: maybe yeah. not but um
0: painkiller jane maybe nah she didn't i mean she had a show but it's not that i think um as far as durability, lasting power, I don't think she has. I'm looking
1: for pervasiveness, right? Barbwire would definitely fits the bill, but not a whole lot of comics came out with barbwire in them.
0: No, although they did try to bring her back uh, a year or so ago.
1: Yeah, but there's tons and tons of these bad girl characters, all of which I think were spawned in the wake of
0: Vampirella. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be the um. I guess the stepping stone that would be yeah. where um, yeah where where it all began because it's not uh, it's not like Marvel or DC had their their bad girls and I mean I think Marvel would do well like Santana I mean there's not uh, Santana there's there's not a whole lot of uh, even even from the big two if they were trying to if they try to do a bad girl it would still be reined in a bit
1: yeah I love Santana's costume. Yes. As, as a kid, I, that, that I, I did well, nasty, nasty things.
0: Who doesn't me. love Underboob?
1: I know. God damn. Huh. But yeah, bad girl genre. Did you buy into the bad girl genre when it erupted, or were you? did you pull back?
0: I pulled back. I got um, the, uh, when Harris Comics brought Vampirella back, and you had yeah. the Adam Hughes covers, and, and uh, the the promo in the, each issue for, what, a poster? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember buying the first, I think, four issues of that. Those, Lady Death I never got into.
1: Those, um, the first four vampires were pretty pricey at one point. I don't know what they go for now. Probably nothing near what they did. But I remember the first bunch of issues were very expensive at one
0: time. Huh. Okay. I'm pretty sure I still, of all the things that I was able to keep, I think I have those Vampirellas. Um... <sighs> Lady Death, I never. Um, Lady Death, I didn't get into.
1: Um, you throw a, throw a platinum blonde at me, and I'm just like gobsmacked. I, I, I lose all, all my senses. Just go right off the scale.
0: Actually, the three issues of Impreli I have are in the second long box in the ha. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to Thank you, CLZ. I, <laughs> I wanted to see if I had two or three, three or four. Every. To
1: bring it all back, bring it all back home. Uh, and, no. I, and you know, I, as much as I love Vampirella, I didn't stick with the Harris version. Right. I, I think I lasted a little bit into the Amanda Connor run. And the Amanda Connor of the Vampirella, uh, run is not the same.
0: Oh, no, is she all dressed up and shit? N- or is that later? No, um,
1: she had the the trademark um, impractical costume, but she also had this goofy thing with brown leather horizontal bands with spikes on them. It was like this crazy, crazy costume that didn't. Be, it was it was like if if um, Mark Beecham designed it. Ah, you know what I mean? Like just <laughs> real tight in the crotch. And it, it was, it was a, Whenever you change the trademark Vampirella and practical costume, you are destined to fail. Yeah, no,
0: there's just, some things just, you don't mess with. There's no yeah. point.
1: Look at this last thing where they tried to, to make her semi wholesome across between some kind of Buffy and this. She had a ponytail and a very tasteful jacket with no cleavage at all showing. Like, that's great. Let's be honest, that's not what makes Vampirella Vampirella. It's 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 the costume. It really is. hmm It's you know, call me superficial and sexist, but Vampirella without the costume is not Vampirella. So you're saying, Oh, it guess it's just the T and A that makes this character work? Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean at least Sam Marie tried to have a story. Yeah. Since you brought up since you brought up Mark Beach. Yeah. Oof.
1: I like Mark Beecham, but his women have to be chafing. Like, those... those. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, it's, like, so up there. What is going
0: oh, on? You know what I found today? What'd you find? I was find? going through the boxes, and even though it says to be continued, I didn't know it was the last issue, well, hmm. at least according to the database it is, because it's drawn, it's penciled by J. Trent Pearson... Hero Alliance number 17 from innovation. Yeah, it's Jason Pearson. Yes, it yeah. is. But it is a young Jason Pearson. It I was looking is. at this and I'm like, oh, there's still there's, there's a little bit here that I can kind of see where we got body bags from, but it's just it is so young and it's not raw because it looks like he's drawing in a way that he wants to give the impression that that he's been doing this a while or it's supposed to look like this and it's 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 not i mean when you follow someone like like sears and Lim and and some of the other guys who were drawing the title at the time um pearson is definitely i think the uh not that Lim would have been much older but but Lim is definitely but pearson is is definitely the um the young buck one, I think
1: Oh yeah,
0: of people who drew hero lines. Dude, you don't need
1: to prod me into talking about hero lines. I love I that know. book.
0: I know. I know. And I, I remember, I, and that's another one where if we're, you know, if, if we're in the three, four dollar boxes at a con, I'm, I might, I might leave with a couple just I because the whole I, run. It's I, I do not have the whole run anymore. And I don't, I, I had, I had the, um, I had the one shot, and I Wonder I, Comics
1: was the one shot. Yep, yeah,
0: with with the white cover with 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 her putting the helmet on 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 Victor, um, and I had some of the innovation issues, but never had a whole run. And it was just, I just, I liked the idea of this out of no, not out of nowhere, but it was, it wasn't Marvel, it wasn't DC, because back then, you know, before before the Ultraverse and before um, the uh, before Guerrilla Comics and everybody else who used to work or was working with Marvel and DC and they tried to do their own stuff. Every other indie comic company were doing Street Level or Slice of Life or fantasy books. Nobody was really doing superheroes. And and here's here's Campy, who's just like I'm going to tell superhero stories. And it wasn't they were just—they kind of dealt with things that you wouldn't see, Superman or Spider-Man deal with. Yep, yep. Uh, well, and, Victor and,
1: destroyed the. the uh, whole, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, no, but like, but Victor's a great and, character.
0: I like Victor a lot. Yeah, I, me too. I, I, and you know, I mean the 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 ability to you know, change his appearance, so then he can be you know Victorians, Jim owner, and and. <laughs> Uh, he's not hitting on me. I like this guy. I like this guy. He's, he's, so, <laughs> he's so different than every other guy. And Everyone it's, else it's hits so, on me, but yeah. But, but of course, and every woman has nipples. And, oh yeah, and, yeah. And, but you got like you know the the sentry uh, who just goes around breaking necks, and then you have you know, other guys who don't have any names because they're just they're new at this, and and or the 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 gay weightlifters and and who could throw the balls and it's 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 just there are you know it's like how do you how, how do you feel about wearing that outfit out in public to to stop a robbery it's like no i wasn't trying to stop a robbery and and or the the twins and they were just the twins are just weird they're strange it's they weird and, yeah they are and, and i mean it's it's almost it's not information overload, but there's just so much going on. You're trying to keep track yep. of who everybody is, and, and 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 so you're. I like that you weren't just in on the ground level. You're 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 trying to make sense of it as it's happening. Right. And and there's that one story though the the one issue where, a you know, homeboy tried to stop a mugging or, or the carjacking, and it's just like it's like the day I died. It was just there's just strange yep stories, and and I. It did not, you know. It it didn't last, and I think uh, they all had some. I was gonna say, great art, but I don't think really say great. But they were just they were, I, I serviceable liked, art. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you could tell who everybody was, and it, it it moved the story along. But there's at just, the time though, with the with the
1: black and white explosion and the glut of all those books that just flooded into comic shops, Hero Alliance was close to the top in terms of professionalism.
0: Yeah, yeah, the production quality was there. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the stories, I mean, the stories were were heavier than, than right. most of them. Yeah, and then eventually you would get Comics' Greatest World and other things like that. But, I mean, as far as if you wanted superheroes back then, it was just Marvel and DC. And, right. And the fact that Wonder and then Innovation, or just just canty was trying to... Tell superhero stories uh, because I mean, aside from that, there was also Justice Machine and and mm-hmm. Justice. I, I Stovich I like like Stovich and and I I have a bunch. I've had a bunch of Justice Machine issues throughout their various incarnations over the years, uh, but that's another one where you know the um, demon is is a drug addict and and uh, and, and there's the whole you know and that's another one though where you have some slightly adult situations as far as people hitting on whom and who's whose daughter. And, and there's just, uh, there's, everybody's got, got baggage and drama. And, and it was as, as heavy as the subject matter may have been. It was a nice diversion or break from big two subiros.
1: Yeah. There's a, there was a guy who used to do the, uh, the rock and roll family tree. I believe it was in the pages of trouser press where he would put like, I don't know, I'm just going to throw a name out there, like Paul McCartney, and then it would go into, you know, the Beatles, and then it would go into all the groups that spawned off the Beatles, and then all the groups that spawned off the groups that spawned the Beatles. And um, if you did a a family tree of um, superhero comics, and you had Astro City, I think the two books that would directly precede Astro City would be Hero Alliance and Justice Machine. I don't think without those two books, I really don't think, I mean, yeah, someone would have come up with it, but Astro City, I think, owes a huge debt to Hero Alliance and uh, Justice Machine.
0: I am tempted to agree with you. Wow. Because I I, I definitely get the Hero Alliance, Uh, but because I haven't read every issue of Astro City, I know that there have been some characters that uh, would probably have the issues, emotional issues, dependency issues that... Some of the characters from Justice Machine.
1: Yeah, well, I'm talking more about the slice of life stories, the the reality stories, the, 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 you know, this is how it really is type things that we did see in Justice Machine and and Hero Alliance. The next book on that chain I could think of is, is Astro City. There's, there's a, there's a golden age sensibility to both of those books that Astro City, Astro, Astro City, Astro City shares. So maybe maybe I'm safe. I think I'm safe in saying that
0: I I, well, then I'm safe in backing you up. It's I I agree with that.
1: If you feel otherwise, though, or if you just want to comment on anything we've talked about, come to our Facebook group. It is hopping with uh, commentary on everything. Um, The Eddie Braganza thing erupted. Um, Jason likes to do the the, this more socially relevant post post. Where we'll have guys on, they'll just come on and throw down a, a photo and say, look what I bought at the this store today. Look at all these books that I got for, you know, pennies. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. So come to our Facebook group, join the fun, talk about comics, comment on anything we say here. Feel free. That's what it's for. But anyway, let's, let's talk more about comics. What did you read?
0: Uh, I read um, a little something. Called uh, just first issue of a six-issue miniseries, this is Black Lightning, Cold Dead Hands, number one of six. Uh, Black Lightning is going to be a mid-season replacement show on the CW, probably starting in uh, January, February. Um, this particular issue is written by Tony Isabella. Your art is by Clayton Henry. And, uh, Colors by Pete Pantazis. Pand, I'm sorry, Pete Pantazis. T-A-Z-I-S. Uh, this was a, um, you know, I I enjoyed the Black Lightning Year One that came out a bunch of years ago. Uh, I like Black Lightning and, and I can thank, I haven't been any outsiders for that. Uh, since Batman and the Outsiders, I had gone back and read some of the older Black Lightning issues, uh, from the short series, but the, um, but I've liked Jefferson Pierce since as a kid reading Batman and the Outsiders. The, uh, the, the, um, the character has now, um, changed somewhat in that he, uh, he's come back home and, uh, he, he is now a. Um, he's still a teacher. He just um, he's came back home after uh, after his father died. They don't uh, they don't talk about his daughters too much in this issue, but it brings back um, their dad died and, and they're uh, they're throwing a um, a gala memorial for him with uh with members of the press and uh they it's it's i thought it was a pretty cool setup issue but what's interesting is that um they uh they i guess they they tweaked the tobias whale uh identity because this um this old woman shows up, and she uh, she's yelling at this rather hulking gentleman, who's her brother, and uh, she says, um, "Where's your nephew? Where's my son?" And he says, "Your idiot son is dead. He appropriated." my tobias whale identity for his af ass criminal ventures because he was family i killed him myself because i spent decades building my brand i am feared around the world and unknown to most of it i am a ghost a terrifying ghost this has made me powerful and wealthy your son was an embarrassment wow what a dick So she says so she starts waking out, you and your shadow figure crap, you think you can get away with anything. She says that yes. (laughs) Tony. Oh I love Tony Isabel. I love Tony Isabel. says, you're not getting away with this. We grew up together. I know all about you, and I'm going to make sure the cops and everyone else knows about you too. You killed my child, you (laughs) killed my and he picks up this huge ass heavy model ship. Where does he get this model ship? He's it's it's next to the um it's it's on the desk in his office. Oh, okay. Because he's got the whole Jason would love his office. There's there there's whales in the background, he's got dolphins for bookends. Uh he uh and and he throws it at her and in the face. Ooh. And then uh, his assistant, this blonde-haired woman, who's quite fetching. Clayton can draw the ladies. That's true. That is he, very uh, true. She says, "I'll uh, I'll call Quiquague to tidy this up." <laughs> <laughs> Where's Jason when you need him? Exactly. Right. I should save this for next week. Uh, I'll also um, have someone use your sister's return ticket to settle her affairs as uh, quietly as possible. And um, so Tobias is uh, he's. He's running the underworld again. He set up some uh, some some street toughs with uh, with weapons. They call themselves the Weathermen because one blasts ice, one blasts heat. Uh but Black Panther is using um, Black Panther, geez, Black Lightning. Wow. Freud right? slipped there, huh? Oh, crap. Black Lightning uses um, he's he's able to fly somewhat by using um uh, exactly nice so because of uh who did he who did he uh thank for that he was saying um cyborg taught me how to do it so he um so there's obviously the connection with the rest of Wait, of wait, wait,
1: wait so what don't you find that a little trite that cyborg a black man taught you know what i mean like
0: well, I mean, even if they were to say Mister Terrific, that's still a black dude. It's like but who else I would, know, would be able to? I mean, but how about is, Ray Palmer. Is Ray Palmer around? Have we seen him since the rebirth? Since since
1: the I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I just think it's it's a little it's a little like in the club well, to say right, you know Cyborg, like hey,
0: Cyborg is also in the Justice League movie. And yeah, right. To, I'm, that's so
1: probably I'm, more I'm, towards I'm the not, point. Like why they did that. Yeah.
0: Trust me, I am I am not fine with cyborg being the justice league and it's not because i don't think he doesn't deserve it it's because cyborg is 18 titan cyborg is he's not his i guess you can graduate to the justice league and and even and i know i know he's in the justice league because that's what johns and lee did when they kicked off the new 52 and he was a member justice league with that and i totally get it but in my mind to me Cyborg is not. It's it's like it's like Wolverine, Spider Man, and the Avengers. Some things just don't they, they don't gel for no, me. No, I
1: totally thing. agree with you. I don't. I I've, I've never seen Cy's, Cyborg as a, um a Justice Leaguer.
0: As that to say it can happen, He doesn't not belong. Star.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Not what but you, and... all right, now let's let's just play this out. Mm-hmm. If you were trying to create a racially diverse cast of characters, okay. and you needed to fill that slot who else but cyborg in the dc universe mr terrific not a justice leaguer he's more jsa who who do you put in that position well there is black lightning who knows black lightning well who knew cyborg (laughs) well i mean cyborg has a no i guess black lightning came first
0: Black Lightning came first, but Cyborg yes. is on Titans. Teen Titans go and, right. And, and so so, so there there been, been more people ex- right exposed
1: that, to Cyborg. But yes, it, if we're looking for African American in DC Universe, top tier Justice Justice, you did not say Vixen.
0: Well, oh, I me. Mean, Why should Wonder Woman be the only woman on the team? Uh, is, I know. I know. This seems if,
1: like a problem with DC Comics then, that they don't have top top tier black characters. Or at least they didn't. Now they do, and and they 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 have been taking steps to make a more right. racially diverse cast of characters, as they should, right? But
0: if cyborgs your go to, oh wait, dude, what? No, this would have been perfect. I think can- John Stewart.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I thought you were going to say uh, John Jones. Martian Manhunter. He's not black. Um,
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: Yeah. John's well, right. John Stewart would be perfect because then you'd pull in the Green Lantern franchise. Right. Duh. Why had, why did they not do that? And John Stewart has been in the Justice League.
0: Yeah. And and is worthy of the Justice League. And he's, I'm sure he's who, if if people grew up watching uh, Justice League Unlimited, and the justice league cartoon from the Tim then that would be, I mean, that's, that's their green lantern. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just like your green lantern, you know, can be guy. It's just, it's one of those things it's where not really. I know, I know, but it's, it's, there, there are some, some people who just like some are just, it's Kyle, you know, it's like, that's who was Green Lantern when I started reading comics. And, you know, I'm you like sorry, the crab mask, but what am I going to say? You know, right. <laughs> so, Whatever. The, the, the um, but no, John John Stewart would be. But maybe they're aside from the Justice League comic, paving the way for giving them an excuse to use these particular characters. Um, they might want to distance themselves a little while longer from the mess that was the Green Lantern movie from a bunch of years ago. So can't really fault them for that. Um, yeah. But that doesn't stop them from using Batman, and we just had three Batman movies, so. You know, it's, it, you can't really. It's, it's like we 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 trust you're intelligent enough to know that this isn't the same Batman, but we want to make sure the stink of the Green Lantern movie doesn't interfere with what we're trying to do, which is Don't <laughs> the stink. do I? It's like stink it's,
1: of the Green Lantern movie.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretty
1: bad movie, bro. Oh, uh, I agree. It, it's not a great movie.
0: Nothing great about it. The uh, so as far as black lightning is concerned um the uh basically he's kind of framed because the um the weapons that tobias has given these thugs uh he sets up with a self destruct component and and they um they do just that they, they, they malfunction and they short circuit and they fry the wielders of these weapons. But because there's all these electrical impulses and lightning bolts flittering about, the cops automatically assume that black lightning, who was nowhere near them, killed them. Wow. They, they were surrendering. Their hands were up. Um, and, One officer swings at Black Lightning. Black Lightning does have a... Jefferson Pierce, because she knows he's Black Lightning, has a friend on the force because they grew up together. Um, So uh, she goes, listen, you got to get out of here. Just, you know, make it look good, but not too good. So, you know, it could still... So he has to kind of like, you know, knock her down. Um, He's also able, with his powers, to kind of basically um, disintegrate or neutralize any bullets that are shot his way. So he's able, he's got like a built-in force field to a degree. But, um, so the cops are after him now. Um, he, he didn't have one of the cops saying to, to Tommy that, you know, he didn't have to kill him. Uh, she says, Tommy says, don't worry, Casey, we'll get him. But right now we have to keep the civilians from going nuts. And then we, as Black Lightning is running down the alley, we cut to Tobias Whale looking down along his city saying, I wonder how they like their new superhero now and um how you yes, like he- me now. <laughs> exactly. So I I mean it looks absolutely fantastic if um No, it's a real good looking issue. Yeah, I, 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 and, I kinda um, I'm bummed. I don't know if if Henry had any of these pages at his table at New York Comic Con. Um but I I uh when we get to the end of the series, I uh I will be on the lookout for his pages. Yeah. Um,
1: and just because I love you, I did add the page of the ship smacking <laughs> the lady in the face.
0: Uh, the irk. And many others. And just really like yeah. good. I mean, it's a... Uh, no, it's... it's And she's mad, too. She is like... She's all kill- grizzled and shit. She has her hairs hey. all over the place.
1: It, no, it's a great looking issue. Um, I, I'm thinking of reading this. It looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like. There's not. I mean, it's it's not it's not super meaty, but it's it's a decent setup issue. Where you know, listen, if 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 you know Black Lightning, if you're familiar with him, then you know that's all fine and dandy. You're, you're not going to get a whole lot new, but um, it's. I think it's just kind of reestablishing. Um, I'm going to go back. I'm going to see if I can find some of the, um, the old issues that Isabella and Von Eden did. And uh, oh, those are good. See, see if these characters. Uh, see, see if Tommy is in it. See if um, mm. because Tony is a co-creator, and, and you know, I'm sure he's he he wouldn't really just bring out new characters. I, I think he would use what uh, what he knows what and what came before and what he wrote before so uh, i would not be surprised if some of the names mentioned in this issue uh appeared in the original series many many moons ago uh,
1: i like tony's work
0: i do too and i know that there was uh i think i think it was in back issue or something we were talking about an interview and and i think it may have been specific about spider-man but uh tony had answered it and we just kind of shook our heads because it's like that's that's not it it's like love you tony but it was just one of those things where i don't know if that's really the it it was a weird answer and it was just it was a total shake my head kind of moment because normally anything tony wants to read about write about or talk about you know i'm 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 there and i don't i i know especially with champions because because tony Wrote the champion. I, I know Tony is familiar with Marvel characters, but I don't really associate him with too many Marvel characters.
1: Hmm. Tony did the the Law is an Ass? No, 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 Who no, no. Who did that? Uh, uh, oh, Tony's column was called Oh So, wasn't
0: it? No, Oh So was the letters column. Tony's column was Tony's Tips.
1: Tony's Tips? What the hell
0: am I thinking about? Who did the Law is an Ass? That is, it's not Bob Ingersoll, but it's because um, I, I I follow him, son of a bitch. Uh, it was, oh, come on, really? Hold on.
1: What are you dying? Your internet's chugging down? That's Buyer's Guide.
0: Ba 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 Robert Ingersoll it was I Ingersoll,
1: know. yes, yes it. yes you know it. that's one thing I th- whoever Ziff Davis or whoever owns the the publishing rights to those old CBG issues, why are they not collecting that stuff?
0: They only collect certain things like they collect Peter's but I digress columns hmm. and I believe which,
1: which are read in a whole different light these days.
0: Yeah. yeah 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 uh but i think uh, i think tony has if he he may have cuz he has a, he has a blog he may have uh reprinted some of his articles his columns on on his site um
1: i want facsimiles though i want it to look Aside from being printed on newsprint, I want it mm. to look like the old CBGs exactly looked. Just take the old ones, and if I'm sure they have them scanned already. Well, scan them and just publish that. I'm okay with brown paper because that's how I remember it being. I remember getting CBG, and it was like in three sections, like a Sunday newspaper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to love when that thing came. And then when they went to like a a traditional stapled you know, newspaper magazine. Like the like National Enquirer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it, it
0: lost it for me. But the nail in the coffin was the straight up magazine. Yeah. But the price guide. Why are you doing a price guide? Yeah, nobody cares. You don't need a price guide in comics by this guy. Talk about the comics. This the price, is
1: not Wizard. Just, but it was just page filler. No. It was page filler at that point.
0: Right? And, and Ahern's comic strip. I love Buzz. There was just so much. There was there was a lot of... um. Yeah, man, I...
1: For me, it was the ads. I would pour through CBG. Love the ads.
0: There's one ad that cracked me the hell up because he wanted ten dollars, and he would tell you which recent Valiant <laughs> comic was the one to get because it was the it was an issue of Shadow Man when first appearance of Master Dark. Yep. He's like, he's like, this is, he's, this is. I will, I will tell you which issue you need to get to get in on the uh, the ground floor of the next big valiant event, or the only valiant event. But I was like, holy shit, <laughs> desperate much? <laughs> Serious.
1: <laughs> and I bet you there uh, were more than a few people uh, that sent that ten dollars in.
0: I bet. God Thank damn. you, wizard. Oh, don't get me started now. uh, Going down that lane, but uh, uh, as we wind up to uh, in your travels, do you want to hear about our November book of the month? I do. What it is? You do. Well, the polls closed on Friday. Mm -hmm. We had ninety-one votes out of one hundred fifty-seven eligible voters. So, thank you, everybody. We had, I'm not going to go from first place to last place to first place because I don't. uh, Well, can I? Can I? Should I? I will. In last place, I'm sorry, in in 11th place, Sin City, a dame to kill four. At 3%, I'm sorry, also at 2%, Exiles, Volume One, Down the Rabbit Hole. You're welcome, Vince. Yay. Uh, At 3%, Doctor Strange, The Oath, also a 3% JLA Earth 2. I am going to reread that again one of these days, people. I'm telling you. And I would like it if everybody read it along with me. The four percenters is Batman Venom. Then the rest are Annihilation at 11%. Astro City, Life in the Big City at 8%. Identity Crisis at 9%, Superman Red Sun at 20%, X-Men The New Teen Titans at 11% of the votes, and your winner that we will discuss the end of November, it's looking like maybe November 30th, actually the last day of the month. Thor Volume One.
1: Oh, thank you, baby Jesus. Well, thank bad. you. I've been meaning. I I so want to. I want to read that run over so bad. Thank you, Patreons.
0: There is. There are. There are. There's. There's a. There's one issue in that run that I'm dying to talk about, and there is also three panels. Is what. The Judge Dredd issue? No. Oh. It's a cameo. It's, it's an appearance by another character issue. Mm. Um, but there is one issue where there are three panels, I believe on the second page. They're blank white panels. And it says to watch this space next month to find out what happened here. And I was pissed because the next month there were not three exact shaped panels on that same page. And I was like, what? So it was just, Walt's still telling the story, but I was just like, I was so expecting, like, like where are these three panels? Why aren't they on the, why, why? I waited, I waited to find out. It's like, you son of a bitch. So it was, but it, it's such, man, I.
1: I can't help I, it out there, brother.
0: I know, well, I know. <laughs> I I talked about um, the, the uh, I talked about an issue on Marvel Noise many 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 years ago um, and it was it's it's so much there's so much good in that run uh-huh. it l- looks great it was the whole I mean we'll get into it obviously but you know Sigurd Jarlson I mean it's like no more Donald Blake and, and it was just it's it, it's like Walt was just made to tell that story.
1: Oh, for real.
0: It's like there's just I, I think, mean
1: I think Beta Ray Bill is the least of the, the gold that came out of that run. I love Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. 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 And, and the whole, you know, when you think about shake up else. was great, but there's a lot of cool stuff in that thor run. <laughs> Really is. I, I love Melkith too. Yes. Yep. Prick. Well, yeah, he is an elf. Isn't he? He's an elf, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That he's the elves are dicks.
0: Well, Legolas isn't really Ah, uh, he
1: can be, brother.
0: <laughs> he can be, yes. Yeah,
1: he's got it in him to be a real
0: Especially dick. He's a dick to Gimli. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh speaking of uh moving pictures. I finally got around to finishing Stranger Things season two.
0: Ah, very nice. Very yes,
1: nice. yes. What did
0: you think overall? I I loved it. I um I think that uh, it totally built on what came before, mm-hmm. and smartly, and it wasn't. Um, dustin pissed me off why uh why yeah why for d'artagnan for lying to his bros dude he's a kid i know i know but that's that's still it's like you know it's i know he's a kid i know he's a kid but uh i i thought bob was great i thought the uh poor (laughs) (laughs) Poor fucking bob (laughs) bob's never the hero
1: <laughs> hop in the Bobmobile.
0: <laughs> radio shack it, did you it, did different. you watch
1: the um uh the equivalent of talking
0: oh beyond Stranger things yeah yeah
1: well i won't there's one part where they said when they realized that sean astin had sent them in a demo tape and that you know he was the guy that was going to be bob they broadened the role it nice was, the role of bob was not as big that's as great. we saw until sean astin was was picked for the role
0: that's fantastic yeah, i love yeah. it um i thought yeah hopper was great steve was great uh i i feel bad for will because i mean like for most of the season again he's like he's, he's he's either laid up in bed and and not doing a whole lot uh it's because he has a I, bad haircut what? It's a he, horrible haircut. He does. They Joyce, do. Joyce should be
1: slapped for allowing her son to walk around with a haircut has a like <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh,
0: <laughs> a floby. Shit. I love the growth on on Eleven's story. I was I was kind of bummed when we had to wait so long because the this, this season, the this series, the second season opens with a character. That we don't see again for quite a few episodes, and and that's fine because I because you're binging the show, but I I, I trust I trust the Duffer Brothers, and 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 I have no I, just because we don't see the character again by the end of the first episode, it didn't bother me because of the way everything else is progressing.
1: Well, who does it open with? I forgot.
0: It opens with 8. Oh, okay. Thank Rob. Yeah. Um and then we get a glimpse of her ability and uh, and we don't see them again until like chapter 7. And this is and and I I I appreciate chapter 7. I think chapter 7 was absolutely needed because Eleven's going on her own journey and she's got to figure things out. So 7 allowed that story to be told and and it was complete and that it didn't um there was no distractions with the rest of what was going on in in the town so 11 and her sister can finally do it that story can be can be told and that's great but it totally feels like we got nine episodes only because they had to do chapter seven and and had they didn't had they not do that episode we would have got another eight and it would have been fine and even even though i know we praised their eight episode season last year whereas you know things can get a little long in the tooth when marvel has their 13 episode seasons uh even though we got nine episodes in stranger things season two it didn't feel drawn out it didn't feel like it lacked it just it was it was tight it moved along um
1: I think Episode 7 was crucial to the story.
0: It it totally was. Yeah, because
1: without Episode 7, you you have Eleven, who's, in a sense, being held back by Hopper for for just cause. I mean, he doesn't want bad things to happen to her, so he's sequestering her. He's pulling her out of the world. Um, She's bored. She's got the Greg Allman rambling man thing going on she's got to go out and see the world he's and so she does and without episode seven she would have never realized that her home is not she was where she should have been all along right albeit he could have been a bit more lenient he could have brought mike to the cabin just to at least placate her in a sense where you know give her the thing that she is longing for because it's Mike. I mean, she doesn't, it's not so much seeing the world. She has no idea what the world is like. Right. She wants Mike. And, and I'm not being dirty. She, she wants her friend. She wants mm-hmm. that person that, that, because com- she was jealous completes her. Yeah. In a sense, or, or, or she feels like completes her. But without episode seven, she doesn't know, she doesn't realize that she had it pretty good all along. People, there's loving people looking out for her where she didn't have that in the compound before. Uh, Yeah, I, I thought heaven or heaven. Here we go. I thought seven was in the look of it was like class of nineteen eighty four. Have you have you seen that movie? yes yeah it was it's all it's it's very punk it's very much of that period it was perfect
0: and but you did catch the easter egg right
1: in in episode seven
0: in episode seven graffiti in the background the windows in the wall king mob was one of them oh i saw king mob yeah 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 there were uh what was the other the two one? names too it was uh shit
1: King Mob, you, you it, couldn't it, it, miss it. It was front and center. Right.
0: Hold on, keep talking.
1: But no, when when she gets the whole Bauhaus look with the <laughs> slick back hair, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't want to say. I, I part of me don't doesn't want to say this because of the whole. There was a, there's a thing going around with the objectification of young actresses. How they they try and glamorize them and 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 elevate them beyond their years and millie bobby brown was front and center how they you know she's a kid and mm-hmm. yet hollywood is trying to glamorize her beyond her years when when before she gets all punked out with the hair and stuff i even said this to my daughters i said she's a beautiful girl she really she is. is she's she is. a very beautiful girl and that's without all the makeup and the glamour mm-hmm. like when she's tooling around hopper's cabin Oh the, yeah, with the curly hair, the she's curls? a she's yeah. a pretty girl. Yes, um, and she's very good at what she does. Mm-hmm. I think she's a very good actress. Um, but I mean, after once she 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 gets cosmetic, you just felt that's not eleven. That's really not. I mean, she's 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 acting all grown up, but and she's she's really not. Um. She's she's playing the game, but it's it's when she, that last episode, when she walks into the, the snowball, and her and Mike dance, like, my daughter Nina watched it with us, and she had seen season one, and yeah, she thought it was okay. When that happened, she's like, oh my god, I just can't, I just can't. <laughs> And and and, you know, when they kissed I think the last episode is one of or episode nine is is so fulfilling and it's based it's it's all based on the entirety of what came before. Like the the writing on this series is so smart. There's a there's a point where I was extremely happy that Nancy and Jonathan realized that they should be together. And when Nancy was starting to have second thoughts and looking at Steve, like, what did I do? She redeems herself, in my eyes anyway. I mean, she's a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. The The hormones are popping all over the place. The, the uncertainty is there. She doesn't know what she's going to do with her life. You know, the whole school thing. Like, there's a lot of questions to being a teenage girl uncertainties is what i should say when she goes up to dustin at the snowball and asks him to dance i'm like oh my god like can this get any friggin better and the fact that girls his age are looking at this upperclassman dancing with dustin like what does she see in this this Mm -hmm. this dweeb like that was the perfect move for her and i know this is so far removed from the the big narrative like these are just little character bits that they added on to the end but they're so fulfilling like there was a point when in the show when i disliked nancy because (laughs) i thought she was stepping out on my man jonathan I, i think jonathan's great yes and but i i disliked steve in season one i liked steve in season two oh, steve was great in season yeah four. he he i think he mature that's that's one word that i can say about the entire season two <clears throat> it's a more mature offering than season one meaning you could you could tell that the, the writers are very comfortable with these characters now they know the characters the characters have become real to the writers and and vis-a-vis to us too um i think nancy's a beautiful girl her eyes are so soulful yeah that when when she there's a point where she's looking at steve with those big ass eyes and like i feel for her but i hated her at that moment again because i thought she was slipping back into steve mode but then when she reaches out to dustin i'm like oh my god you're a real person she 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 makes mistakes and she is fallible and she is a teenage girl and and the whole all the baggage that comes with that and the fact that she reached out to my man Dustin who is by all means my favorite character in the entire thing <laughs> i loved it and there was the dungeons and dragons connection again with this with the mind Flayer. um the, the first season was the demogorgon the second mm-hmm. was the mind Flayer. Uh, i i i thought it it, it's a great show. It really is. Like this is creeping. It's not there yet. It has a lot of mileage to go before it could ever approach my love for this show. But it's it's creeping up there on Twin Peaks. I'm, you we're know, I, right? I I did couch it. Twin Peaks is unassailable. <clears throat> it's at the top. But I love these characters. It's getting there.
0: The uh, the other two names were Tom O'Bedlam. right it was just bedlam actually no it's all bedlam and um uh,
1: oh i didn't see that one it's
0: above the window that Taking was a, almost the whole window it's all dark
1: that was a stomping ground for um grant morrison and uh i think warren ellis too was uh a barbellith um poster but i know for a fact. That Grant Morrison was. It
0: was a um there was a series As long as uh, my, as
1: well as myself, by the way. But anyway, Say what? As well as myself. I posted on, to... on Barbalith a lot. I didn't. Well, it's not your thing.
0: <laughs> Can't expect you to, to... <laughs> uh, It's a uh, it was a series in twenty fourteen called Intruders that um uh Millie Bobby Brown is in it's only 8 episodes and really yeah yeah she was it's it's about a um basically it's a secret society that um is uh they want to be immortal and and uh they basically use others other bodies to to achieve that goal what was this on I saw it on BBC America because it, it's it's a, uh, oh, I believe it was a show. Yeah. Yes, yes. But you can, uh, I'm sure you can find it. Did you know
1: that Charlie Heaton and, um, what's her name? Natalia uh, Nancy. Mm-hmm. They're going out in real life. Oh, good for her. Yeah.
0: I guess she has to go to the UK then, since well, he's not allowed in the US these days. Why? Uh, they sent him back home because he showed up at the airport. It was the weekend that the the show premiered, second season premiered. Uh, he showed up with uh, the the uh, the dog sniffed some drugs, so they didn't press any charges. But he got back on the plane and went home.
1: They weren't his. They're were sure they, weren't. they were. They're Keith Richards. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know uh, why Keith Richards would be in the UK, but whatever. Um, I think Max was a great addition to the to the cast
0: max is great billy can eat a dick well <laughs> i understand his purpose uh gotta make sure you know king steve comes down a notch and it gives max some some added drama um love the fact that uh that, that she hooked up with lucas and, and dustin was like you know what it's so it's, he's a and- racist prick is what he is who Dustin? No, Max's oh, brother. Billy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, among other things. I mean, yeah, they, they, being a racist is just Dude's got a great
1: <clears throat> I'm comfortable in my masculinity. Yes. But no, dude he, he, dude's he, got a great body.
0: He does. He does. Yeah. I I love the addition of Paul Reiser. Yeah. Uh and and <laughs> I what was cool is that they didn't have to do it every episode. But when you see him again for the first time this season, you don't see Matthew Modine's name until the end of the episode.
1: Right. I thought that was nice.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because everybody else's name is at the start. So right. this way you know what to expect. I
1: kind of hate that when, when shows do that. Yeah. When, when shows will, will say, oh, and special
0: guest. Special yeah. guest.
1: And you know this character's popping back up. Like, why are you
0: doing right. that? So even if even if the show's only got like ten minutes left before it's over, right, you right. haven't seen them yet. You're well, I expecting guess, it. it.
1: Be... It's like tracking a package, that You know
0: when it's coming, right? I don't want to know when it's coming. I don't want to know when it's coming. Packages. <laughs> I would like to know when they're coming. No, but the thing is, but the thing is that when I get when I don't always because when we order from DCBS and 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 you know we're we're ordering months in advance, I don't always remember. What I've ordered. So even though the package I, I know never the package is waiting for me, I don't know what's going to be. Never. Ever. I never, ever, ever look at it. And then I that. find out that you got something that I didn't get for whatever strange reason, even though they were both sent out the same day. Yeah. Uh, well. We're not going. But we're not. no, I am so glad you uh, you, you you finally finished it. it no, it I love good. it. It's, it's so great. Good. It was. It was so good. It, it's but The um, thing
1: with, with Paul Reiser, and it's, it's a testament to the writing on the show. Perfect huh you trust him at first i'm glad that he didn't turn into the prick we all assumed he was <laughs> yeah really when, when when he first shows up you're like okay here's the big bad you know new boss same as the old boss yep. and he doesn't he actually turns out to be a fairly not not a great guy i mean no, but he has so his hands dirty cares. Mm-hmm. right but he actually has a bit of humanity in there yes unlike matthew modine who was a total yeah. prick right so it's yeah it that was, was, it was some great I mean, he's great writing all around on this uh, the season and it's
0: it's it was right especially when when uh l goes to see mom and or jane goes to see mom and and all mom's doing is just rambling on a bunch of random words yep. and but but they're all between fucking like rainbow, flower, and 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 three one five, and everything is everything s- serves a purpose, and it's just mm-hmm. like that's that's amazing. I mean, it's it's just it's they they did great work to see everybody involved acted in it, did a fantastic job. Um,
1: I don't like eight. No,
0: nope. I don't like eight at all. I like that one girl that was in her crew
1: though. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the ditzy curly haired. Yeah, I like her, but I don't like eight's motivations.
0: No, like, no, no, like killing right. straight up revenge.
1: Yeah, yeah, revenge is a dead end street. There's, there's. Well, oh, I shouldn't say that. There's no end to revenge. So I'm gonna go and kill these people associated with what happened to me. Okay, great. So you killed this person, but that person was the product of these people. So what are you going to do? Go kill their parents and you're going to go all the way. Like it, it doesn't make right. sense. There's no end to revenge. It just keeps going. You, so why don't you start by burning down the complex that, that, that made you start with that? No, you got to piece out these, these people and it just like, there's no. And in sight, you're just going to keep going. Into and what does it change? Does it change anything that happened to you? No. no. So her motivations are, are are wrong to me. I don't think the actress was all that... She doesn't have any presence on the screen. I thought she was pretty lukewarm. Like the, 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 the dude with the mohawk had... Whenever he was on, you paid attention to him. Whenever eight was front and center... She was like wallpaper to me. She didn't. She doesn't have a very broad range. Mm-hmm. Um, she's certainly nowhere near Millie. I. I just thought. I. I don't know. Casting. I think may have stumbled when picking her. I don't know. I just don't think she was that remarkable on screen. Is what I'm saying.
0: Okay.
1: I, but and maybe that's a product of me just not liking the character at all but you know we're going to see her again yeah she's probably going to be a focal point of season 3 maybe she'll realize that nothing good could come of what she's doing and join forces with 11 to beat this thing that's trying to break through I don't know. I'll be there, though. Hmm. Hell yeah. All right. You want to bring this bad boy home? We can bring this bad boy I, home. I think we, we gave them ample bits on which to chew. Uh, if you would like to check out our Patreon page, we would uh, really appreciate it if you do so. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash 11 o'clock comics. Is that how it works? <laughs>
0: Excuse me, yes, yes. Am I keeping Corbyn you off guard? My man? Corbin, Corbin, my man.
1: Give me the cash. And um, join the, the the people that already have uh, supported us in bringing you more of this stuff that you seem to enjoy so much. So we thank you for doing that. In your travels, my people, this was a surprise. Mm. Um, I ordered this based solely upon the cover image. It is um, written and created by Mina Elwell, art by Eli Powell, colors by Tristan Elwell, again, letters by Marshall Dillon. The dude is getting a lot of work. It is. Uh, it comes out of Scout Comics, and it is called Infernoct. Cumbersome name, but uh, bear with me. The uh, the first issue, it opens. There seems to be some kind of infestation. It ties in, actually, to Stranger Things. There seems to be some kind of infestation in the mortal realm. These uh, icky, disgusting tendrils, much like those we saw in Stranger Things are uh, permeating a parking garage and they're wrapped around the columns and they're they're in the pipes and, and an elevator opens and it's uh, someone in a gas mask and a uh, Clint Eastwood style man with no name um, very, very big western hat he's got all kinds of gear and um, he's speaking to this entity or whatever and he, he he he, shimmies down an elevator shaft, plops into a, a sublevel, and he looks into the darkness, and he says, "You've grown." And that's where the the story takes a different turn. We meet a young girl named Sam, who is a home health agent, and she goes out into this boonie, the boonies, and um, she's she's uh, charged with tending to this old man. And she walks into the house, and it's all in darkness, and there's a note on the steps, and it says, "There's, there's some points that she must follow, intending to this old man: Make sure he eats, make him sleep even if he doesn't want to, and never, in all caps, turn off the lights." <laughs> so she goes up to the steps and she sees this old man sitting in a, in a, a lazy boy chair, or, or you know, a big, big, comfy chair and he's surrounded by all different kinds of table lamps and they're all lit and he's in darkness otherwise but he's he's in the center of these these lamps and and she looks at him and she sees he's covered in bedsores what look like big purple disgusting bedsores she gives him his um his pills and he goes to sleep and uh she comes back the next night and um she sees him sitting on the couch and he's got the gear on that we saw the person in the beginning of the story wearing so she's like what the hell um she she goes into another room to 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 talk to her um her boyfriend she's like fuck this i'm out this is just nuts and when she comes back there's something sucking on the old man. It actually looks like dart. <laughs> this is perfect, right? It's this slug-like, eel-like creature. And th- so this is where the bed sores come from. They're not bed sores at all. They're, they're like giant hickeys where this, this creature has been. And it looks like a, um, a lamprey. Like have you ever seen the the mouth of a lamphrey how it's like concentric rings of teeth? A lamprey eel. Yes. Uh, it looks like that and it's been sucking on the old man. And and she fights this thing and, and it actually it bites her arm. And when it bites her arm, she sees something. She gets glimpses of this this other realm. And for whatever reason, there's a an arc it a, it's a it's a single page splash with pe- people floating and they have the gas mask on that the, the old man was wearing and there's tendrils and there's a there's an arc of razor blades bloodied razor blades going through this thing i don't know what it means but she pulls off this this creature and she stabs the the hell out of it and push comes to shove at the end of the story the guy says that was nothing wait till you start hunting down the others and that's where the issue ends i'm freaking intrigued i need to know what is going on here there's a letters page there are three pages of text at the end of this issue um there's pre-production drawings or so they they look like production drawings anyway all in all Wow, I was pleasantly surprised by this thing. I have never bought a, a comic from Scout Comics before. But this issue was really cool. It, it it's it's all teasing. It's all questions. But it's done in a style that is um very um te- uh what's the word I'm looking for? It it's done in a there's a lot of shadows in this thing. Uh it lovecraft is alive and well in all these pages so it's tickling my heart this is something that uh is not again a hard sell for me so i'm in i need to know more about uh samantha and joey and this old man and what's going on with these icky tendril creature things um what is infernoct i don't know it's all a bunch of question marks but it did the job. The first issue is designed to hook you. If not, it's not doing its its it's not fulfilling its function. This mm-hmm. did exactly that for which it was intended to do. It hooked me. Infernoct by Scout Comics. Go check it out. Nice. Yep. A little bit of Liam Sharp in the pages. Not wrong with that not as accomplished as Liam Sharp, but the approach is in the wheelhouse of Liam Sharp. Okay. dark, lot of shadows, lot of blacks, a lot of grittiness, ink spatter, ragged lines it's it's in that that genre or or that that area of expertise check it out i've I've said too much
0: <laughs> never
1: no, yeah, yeah,
0: oh man, in your travels um, I the wine is gone dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. better get more Thursday gots to. me too um you know what I'm going to um hmm I don't want to talk about that it's um you could keep it vague and brief if you
1: want to you don't have to pick something specific
0: <clears throat> well, I'm looking over my notes and i yeah, it's weird. I don't, I mean, some of these things are things that I think Jason's read, so we can kind of tag team on them. I don't know if they're in your travels worthy, but I will say, um, not that this is a surprise to anyone Uh, Deathstroke. I read 24 and 25. Stunned. I know. Um, Where the the society that uh, is after Slade. Because he's trying to be good now uh they um why is that why is he trying to be good yeah uh because he's seen the light when he was trying to bring back his son grant uh something changed inside of him, and Ooh. he uh killing for money is uh no bueno. He, he he's decided he's learned it's been determined that the that may not be the way to live life. So he has decided to train young heroes like Kid Flash, like his son Jericho, like uh Terra and Power Girl. So he um it's kind of weird. He's right. Exactly. It is. So it's it, it, much like Parker Industries. I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for things to shift. I'm waiting for that, that ship to right itself. Uh, but he, he is, um, he's captured at the end of 24, but 24, issue number 24 was pretty cool because, uh, it was a training session for Kid Flash. And whether or not he, um, he, he left, he hears a, um, he, Sees a sniper on the top of the roof, but and so he's going to run across the um run across the L train because they're in the Bronx, jump onto the nearby rooftop, and then run from that rooftop to the other to stop the sniper. But uh, unfortunately, as fast as Kid Flash can run and as much control he has over his speed. Once he jumps into the air, it's up to gravity, and then he doesn't have much control. He's quite powerless. He's waiting to fall and land again. Uh, So then he does land, but there is so much snow on the roof that it feels like he's running with leg irons on. So while all this is happening, the sniper ends up getting off a couple of rounds, and um, he's trying to figure out, now at this point, do I wait? Do I stop the sniper? From killing anybody else, or do I go after these bullets to stop them from hitting their targets, giving the sniper a chance to shoot again? Um, so it was all a test. Basically, he left his partner because he was with Power Girl. He left her down on the sidewalk. Um, and not only is it a test for Kid Flash, but apparently Deathstroke was snooping in uh, Wally's room and found a recording basically while he's been recording conversations he's been having with other members of the team. Uh, and it's been a diary of his own thoughts where he is very attracted to, uh, power girl. And, um, and he's, he's all embarrassed now. And power girl has a thing for Jericho, but Jericho is gay. Uh, (laughs) it's, it's, it's a whole, it's, it's a whole mess. and then there's there's um and and terra and rose are sharing a room but um or an apartment rather and they don't get along too well um but you know so we get we, we we get some some info on on how kid flash is being trained by slade at the end of the issue the society shows up kidnaps slade and um Issue 25 is basically slated on trial because he had, um, he dismembered a, uh, a fellow criminal. Um, so when that happened, he, um, basically, um, uh, deadline the, the human weapon, a bunch of, um, A bunch of issues in the past he he had his hand taken by slade so he's got he's the one who's filing the complaint against deathstroke and the riddler is deathstroke defense attorney it was uh i i just i like when priest um has a go with certain characters and um I was enjoying this issue quite a bit, and then it, it it ends on another cliffhanger. But it also, but that cliffhanger ties into things that um, happened a few issues ago. Jason even had questions about. So I, I, unlike Claremont, where things would dangle for years, Priest is kind of <laughs> you're uh, being kind. Those, uh, I am, I am. Uh, Priest remembers what's been left hanging and and gets back to them uh, in a more timely fashion but it's you know the the art was fantastic in in issue 24 25 was um drawn uh not by um, Nieves. it was uh it's uh carlo pagulian who who i like and he's drawn other issues but uh there's the 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 inkers are norm Rapmund, churper scott and jason paz paz inks um issues normally but uh no it was um it's and, and Killer Frost is also in the society, but since she's they mentioned that, you know, she's kind of hanging out with Batman in the New Justice League book, right. so she's really not a villain anymore. She really shouldn't even be here. So um
1: Who invited and, her?
0: Because that's, seriously. <laughs> and Hector Hammond is here who's the most fucking mean, useless goddamn villain ever. It's just it's it's it, but yeah, no, it was um I I enjoy the story and I, I like I tend to, when, when I read an issue of Deathstroke, I kind of think back after I finish it and try to see the, the bigger picture that priest is doing. Cause even though things are happening on the page, um, priest has enough things going on where, where I tend to think about things after the fact and, and try to see where they might connect and, and how one goes into the other and, and, like I said, because he circles back and picks things back up again. Um, but he, you're not, it's not like your hand is being held. You're not, it's like, you know, you're you're kind of rewarded as long as you're paying attention and, and things things fit as, as the story progresses. And, and he doesn't, you know, always have to go back and say, well, he, you don't see flashbacks of how things happened to get to where you are. You just kind of, you're smart enough to remember how things were laid out. Right. But it is. I'm. I'm. You know. I get a Deathstroke book. I get a priest written book, and it's, they're the same thing. And I'm. I'm. I'm happy with that.
1: Yeah, you are. And you know I what think. I'm happy with? I'm happy what? with the fact that this episode just shows the love that you and I have for all this stuff.
0: It's true. It's damn true.
1: If you're not feeling it, I don't know what to tell you, brothers and sisters. As uh if you want to hear more of this, our brother Jason will be uh returning next episode, hopefully,
0: right? Hopefully. Better be. Yeah, yeah. Should be.
1: And um we'll be doing what we doing all the time. So uh return with us next episode. We'll be waiting here because as I always tell you, David gets kind of bent out of shape when you're not oh, here. He so doesn't bad. he doesn't like to say, but he does. He sends me messages. He didn't come. Why? All the time. Doesn't he love us anymore? I know. So, just to keep David happy... Yes. Say goodnight. David. Ooh. Yeah. Get a little sound effect on that one. Goodnight. night, David. Wow. I could do it. I could on, effect, No, you did. It was good. It was all right. It was something. You're okay. Um... <laughs> join us. Uh, in the meantime, come to our Facebook group. It's on there. We're on there. Everybody's on there. Uh, come to our our homepage at 11oClockComics.com. Join us on Twitter. Just come back. We're always here waiting for you. Say bye-bye. Hello. Yeah. Jason, we love you. Come back. Come back. I didn't mean it. Yeah. You didn't mean it. never mean